I literally had nothing and no one at one point and I was just so low and I couldn't tell anybody because I was successful Catherine that had moved to the Cayman Islands and you know made a fortune and was doing really well and I just couldn't bear to tell anybody that it had all gone and I was just a broken person. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now, your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Weight Loss Warrior Podcast. I'm Carl, your host, and today I'm joined by a special guest, Catherine, who has lost an incredible 72 pounds. Catherine, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. How are you doing today? Yeah, good, thank you. Just back from holiday, so uh, getting back into weekly routine like most people will be now after the school holidays kids are back at school back to work yeah I, I had my first day back at my proper job today um first day back for the kids as well at school so it's, it's been a, a hectic day but I'm kind of glad after the holidays to actually get back into the routine to be honest oh, with you yeah 100% same so Catherine thank you again for, for joining us on the show today now I know you've lost an incredible amount of weight and I'm really glad you're able to join us to to tell your story and, and how you actually achieved that success. So before we get into that, as we always do on the show, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what life was like before you decided to lose weight? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name's Catherine. I'm currently living in Lincolnshire um, and I'm 36 and I'm following Slimming World. Um it was about three years ago that I realised I was gaining a lot of weight very quickly. I was living in the Cayman Islands at the time, which um, although it's kind of very glamorous and beautiful, it does come with its downfalls and that being it's obviously a tiny island, a lot of drinking, partying, things like that. And um, I just lost my way. And um think I probably went into a bit of a downward spiral very quickly. Um, I would say that if I'm being completely honest, I went from being always kind of a fit and healthy size 10 up to about size 16 within the space of a year. Um, there was, you know, multiple reasons for that. But yeah, I wasn't in a great place. And um, that was only three years ago. So Life wasn't like it is now. It was much more um, challenging. Um, I had to buy a whole new wardrobe within a very, you know, quick uh, period. And um, I was living a long way from home and I was single. So completely different to how I am now. Okay, thank you. And and just to say as well, that I think obviously going from a size 10 to a size 16, many of the people who listen and, and different people different bodies for many size 16 is is their healthy target and I, yeah. I think the, the thing to mention here is, is the difference and, and the fact that you went from that size 10 to size 16 and, and you yourself didn't probably feel that happy in, in the game yeah. that you'd made there 
yeah and that's the other thing to say and I'll definitely talk about that um as we as we go on today is that body positivity is something that I am really really passionate about now that I've lost weight um when I got bigger nobody ever commented on it nobody would ever say anything now that I'm much smaller I'm I'm a UK size four now for a lot of people the initial shock is you're too slim you're too skinny you're too thin I, I, I get lots of comments on social media like that when actually if you look at my page you'll see I'm actually tiny I'm five foot one so to put it into perspective and proportion it didn't look right on me I looked unusual I looked at completely out of proportion but I do genuinely believe that I've got friends that are size 18 and they're absolutely gorgeous they're sexy they're kind of empowering their curves and I think that's unbelievable and that's amazing and that's their shape and it suits them I think because I'm quite small and I've got quite an athletic body naturally um for me to go up to that size it it just looked very out of proportion and because it happened so quickly and I'd never been over a size 10 it was just a massive shock however in saying that you are completely right I I believe that whatever you feel comfortable, however you feel confident in whatever size or weight you are, that's the most important thing to kind of remember in any weight loss journey. Don't let anybody else dictate that figure to you. Um, You need to be the one that decides that. Wow. I think that's really well said, Catherine. Thank you for for expanding on that. So if I could go back to to the beginning, Um, you, you said that obviously living in the Cayman Islands, a lot of partying, drinking, and it all happened very quickly for you. But was there a single moment, uh, do you remember something that made you think, right, I'm going to start my journey now, I really want to start losing weight? Yeah, so I had moved over to the Cayman Islands uh, to work in finance. And I was quite young at the time, I had probably moved over um, a bit prematurely, to be honest, I wasn't 18 hours away from my parents I'd never lived at well I had lived alone but only at university I'd never kind of had like the responsibility of being fully alone um and I'd gone into quite a high profile job um quite young and my career over there went from success to success which was great but I was young, I was single, I was earning a lot of money and I don't actually think that I was mature enough to deal with that responsibility and that kind of income. Um, And so I found myself, I bought a business, it became very successful, but I found myself probably overindulging in life. Um, So I would, you know, be out and doing these extravagant things to kind of keep up with the Joneses, I suppose, keep up with my peers, people around me that were much older, that had way more um, life experience than me. And that's, you know, that's not um, an excuse, really. But I do feel that I just, I just lost control of me and who I am. um, And ultimately, started drinking a lot. And that is, probably the start of my weight gain it wasn't actually food it was alcohol 
um, that's that's the kind of pivotal moment is when I realized that I was weighing over my head. Okay. And, and something curious about what you said, well, I say curious, very interesting, because as we were talking before this episode, I, I live in Barcelona, I'm from the UK originally, and I can completely relate to to that change of lifestyle that can occur. And there's so many different things happening and oftentimes where you can be lonely, even though you seem to have everything, you know, you have the money, you're, you're surrounded by people, but you miss a lot of the home comforts. You miss a lot of the, the things that you're used to. And so you do start searching and looking to compensate in other ways. And um, the thing about drinking as well, it's the drink can actually lead and be the, the cause or the trigger for other poor to- choices that you make. And, and and this is what happened in my case, actually. And I gained a lot of weight because of that, because it wouldn't just be drinking more. It would be then having a kebab on the way home and then being hung over and not being bothered to cook a decent meal for myself. So I'd order takeaway. And it, it, yeah. it it's very easy to spiral like that. Oh, that's literally exactly what I would have. That's you put it, the, took the words out of my mouth. That is so relatable. Um, it was just too much for me and I just couldn't. I just couldn't cope with it all and alcohol became my gateway to everything else um and yeah food <laughs> like you say when you're hung over and I'm trying to run this business be in a high performing job I just didn't have time to cook because I was too busy feeling hung over um and then after work or after I'd finished I would then reach for more alcohol and reach for more food. And it was literally a vicious circle. Um, so mirror image of what you've just said, I can relate to that completely. Yeah, I think it's very common and uh, it happens and especially catching people by surprise because I, I, I wanted to ask if you had issues, you know, being overweight in the past or previous to this, or this was, you know, something new to you when you found yourself in the Cayman Islands gaining weight. Yeah, no, I I would say that my childhood and kind of teenage years and young adult, I was probably uh, the perfect poster child for health. Um, I ate all my fruit and vegetables. I wasn't, I think my mum would tell you that. I um, w- did loads of sport activity and that followed through right through to my adult life. I didn't really drink much, to be honest with you. Um I had bad kidneys and I had years where I didn't drink. I'd be going on girls' holidays to Ibiza and I was like the odd one out because I was so focused on my career and living this kind of healthy lifestyle that, no, I I never really struggled with drinking or eating. Um, It was when I moved there after a few years, I went through a bit of a breakup um, for the person that I thought was like the love of my life and... I think everything just got too much. I was, you know, then living completely alone, um, the other side of the world, under a lot of pressure with work, a lot of pressure with opening a business financially and physically and mentally. And um, unfortunately, alcohol caused the weight loss to start. It wasn't ultimately what kind of continued to to keep it gaining because I left the Cayman Islands when COVID hit um, because my father died at the start of lockdown. So I 
I came back to the UK uh, quite quickly and abruptly um, and wasn't able to go back over because of the lockdown restrictions. So I was kind of stuck in the UK then. Um, and I, at the time, I was angry and upset and I had to close my business. And I, I remember being in a really dark place thinking I've worked my whole life to achieve this and I've lost everything. Now, if I could go back to that week, I would be counting my blessings because my life has changed since that point and only for the better. But when I first came back, my weight was out of control. My mental health was declining because I was depressed that, well, like many people, you couldn't see anyone. I was away from my house. I was just a bit lost, to be honest with you. And I turned to food only in the first lockdown, though. So I don't know whether that can resonate with you, Carl, but for that first lockdown period, it was scary and it was it was really hard for me. I, I can completely understand. And of this interviews, you know, your success story. So I, I won't take up too much of the time talking about me, but I unfortunately lost my, my job two weeks before lockdown started. And yeah. I had never lost my job or like being fired or made redundant, anything like that in my life. And so that in itself was a complete shock to the system and a big knock of my confidence. You know, normally I'm a very outgoing, confident person and, and that completely hit me. And then I remember the very next day waking up, saying to my wife, don't worry, within a month I'll be working again. And I, I believed that. And then lockdown happened the job market completely closed overnight pretty much because businesses were scared to hire anybody. They couldn't hire anybody um, during this time. And so all of a sudden I found myself in a situation, just lost my job, didn't know when I was going to be able to get another one, not sure where the next paycheck would come from. So it was a very difficult moment. And I think this time of lockdown, it affected people in, in many ways. And I, I know and I believe this was for you one of the most positive things that could have happened because it, it gave you the opportunity. Um, and, and was it during the first lockdown or the second lockdown that you actually made the decision to to make a change about your, your health lifestyle? Yeah, it was in the second lockdown. So it was between the first one and the second one that I feel like I really did go off the rails. Obviously, we'd all been locked in and I was, you know, I'd lost my business. I felt, felt like I'd lost everything in the Cayman Islands where I'd been for the past kind of 10 years. Um, and I just went off the rails. Like I would go out all day drinking. I didn't have a job, didn't have an income because like you, nobody was hiring. And I seemed to just completely lose myself. Like all focus had gone on success, career, and I just didn't care. I literally was down some kind of dark lost path, which um, sounds pretty dark, but that's genuinely how I felt. I was like at an all-time low. Then once the second lockdown hit, I joined Slimming World. Um, I knew about Slimming World because obviously it, it's so big and my mother used to go when I was younger. So I knew all about the plan and I'd been reading about it online and they had opened up Zoom meetings. Now, this might sound silly, but that once a week hour meeting is what literally kept me going during that second lockdown. I stopped drinking completely for the whole 
second lockdown, I decided to start doing some e-learning again. I started to save money. I started to invest a bit of money again um, and started to do Slimming World. And I felt like, okay, things can get better. You just need to focus. You need to, you know, book your ideas up. And that meeting every week, I genuinely believe saved my life. And that it might sound really dramatic, but I literally had nothing and no one at one point. And I was just so low and I couldn't tell anybody because I was successful Catherine that had moved to the Cayman Islands and, you know, made a fortune and was doing really well. And I just couldn't bear to tell anybody that it had all gone and I was just a broken person. So things changed in that second lockdown. I got a job in the UK. I pretty much decided I wasn't going to go back to Cayman because what I'd realised is that I'd got myself into quite an unhealthy rut. It got to November 2020. The meetings had reopened face to face and then we suddenly went into lockdown again. (laughs) And at that point, I didn't want to kind of stop all of the progress that I had made. So I continued doing it online, but I also increased my, what they call on Slimming World, body magic, so exercise. Um, And I know that your podcast is all about kind of weight loss journeys in general. My biggest advice when it comes to exercise is don't be scared. Whatever size you are, whatever ability you are, if you look at my page now, you would think that I've always been this size and I've always been able to run marathons. No. Three years ago, I would be out of breath doing a five-minute walk. I was not fit at all. Do not let the word exercise, or if you're following Slimming World, body magic, scare you at all. Because even going for a 15-minute walk at whatever pace you can mentally and physically changes your journey mentally it changes your journey because you feel positive you've got more purpose you've got time to think um but obviously physically it changes because your body starts to change shape it's really interesting you said that and and you've 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 touched on a lot of very important points there i think Catherine. and first of all just to go back to what you said about it sounds very dramatic it sounds very dark I, I think it's real, you know, and, and a lot of people who have been in a similar situation or are in a similar situation will probably be listening to that and, and taking some comfort knowing that it isn't just happening to them. They're not the only person who feels in that space. And I, I know that when I was going through some low times, I often thought, crikey, you know, why am I, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I, why is this happening to me? You know, I'm sure nobody else feels like this or no one else understands it. And, and I was almost too proud, like you said, to say to somebody, I need help. I, I, I'm not coping well. And I think as well, especially as a man, there's that. Uh, there's sometimes an additional stigma attached to it that makes it even yeah. harder. Um, you know, I, the man of the house didn't have a job. I felt very ashamed in some aspects. And it sounds as although obviously you're female, being a high achiever, a high performer, your own business, successful that moment when all of a sudden it starts to unravel, you, you do try to protect yourself at some, to some extent 
when really the best thing you could do is ask for help. And, and I'm so glad you've shared that on, on this episode. Thank you, because I, I think for a lot of people, it's often assumed that the people who, and I, I've had this conversation on another interview recently, the people who could be overweight or, or struggling, it's from like a laziness or a lack of education. And it's really not the case. Yeah. It's, it can happen to anyone. And yeah. all you require is that perfect storm of things happening and all of a sudden you're not the same person anymore yeah and it's like what I said about like the exercise I get a lot of messages on my Instagram about people saying you don't need to follow Slimming World you don't need to exercise you already look amazing I need to exercise and follow Slimming World now because it's part of my life it's not a choice anymore this is like who I am now I don't follow it as religiously as I used to and I don't do as much exercise as I used to but I need to do it now and I think what I'm trying to say is if you were at the start of your journey or if you're listening to this and thinking "Mm, she's a size four what does she know I wasn't a size four I was size 16 I could barely do anything I was eating around 3,000 calories a day, if not more. And I was down and tired. But now I look back and think I'm so pleased that I looked at people's Instagrams. I was reading stories in magazines about people like myself that had achieved success and thought, you know what, if they can do it, I can do it. And I suppose my main thing that I want to achieve is to say to people you're not alone reach out to me if you want to chat um I have been there I know what it's like and don't be scared and if you're in Lincolnshire I'll meet you for a walk I, you know I, I've met loads of people from my Slimming World group now they're walking and exercising and I'm not saying that everybody's going to be able to do it at the same pace and you know what if you can only walk three times a week for 15 minutes that's still better than doing nothing and you should see any achievement as being a proud achievement and one of the things that I love about the Slimming World app and the Body Magic app is that they do daily or weekly classes now And these are for people that are mobile and people that aren't mobile. So a lot of the activities can be seated as well as standing. But they start off at five minutes. And Mm -hmm. lots of people might think, five minutes is going to do nothing. Five minutes is a lot if you are completely not active. Um, So whether it be you're starting your journey just on your food or whether it be you're looking to change exercise habits, just don't be scared. Don't be nervous, you're not alone. There are many people like me and like yourself, Carl, that kind of stopped for a moment and let things get out of control. But you can rein it back in, and it doesn't matter how long it takes. It might take two months, it might take two years. Do not compare yourself to other people. Everybody's journey is different, and if it takes five years, that's fine. Let it take five years. Just do it at your own pace and don't compare yourself to others. Use other people as inspiration and a tool. Don't use other people as, you know, a, a goalpost. Yeah, or as a mirror. It's, it's, everybody's different. And like you say, everybody stops for a while. And, and for some people, it could be a period of six months, a lockdown. For some people, it could be 
six years it, it's some people have been struggling with their weight their whole life but it's it doesn't mean that that's how it always has to be and sometimes it is just a case of i think finding what works for you and, and i'm so happy to hear that with you it's, it's slimming world and you said earlier that uh, people say to you now oh you don't need to go to slimming world but i would compare that directly to I mean, in my case, I don't go to Slimming World, but I go to the gym. Yeah. Uh, I, I count my calories. I track my macronutrients because that's what works for me. And nobody said to me, and I wouldn't even dream of it, that once I've actually lost the weight I wanted to, that I'm going to stop going to the gym or I'm going to stop tracking my nutrients or, or stop tracking what I'm eating. Because like you say, it becomes part of your life and, and it's all about forming that habit. And another thing you said that I think is fantastic is that for some people, five minutes of exercise, you might think, well, what's the point? But if you can build that into your daily lifestyle and make that five minutes become something that you do religiously and then maybe increase it to 10, you are forming your new life, yeah. even without realizing it and without anything that's too much of a big step or anything too scary and it's something that's sustainable and you can build on that and like you said it may take longer for some people than others but you're constantly moving in that right direction and it can have such a big impact on your life yeah and that's that's my main goal with my kind of page and doing this and um you know in the future doing some print stuff for a magazine i want to share a very real story and that is one that started off with I was young, I was under a lot of pressure, um, I got depressed, I developed a very severe drinking addiction um, and a drug addiction and food was a massive coping mechanism that I used to kind of like hide the pain that I was going through essentially and what I want to kind of gain most out of doing these things is to say to people, number one, you're not alone. We're all going through this together. If you're following my page, you've probably tried to find me or if you're following this podcast, there'll be a reason for it. Number two, don't be hard on yourself. Remember to be kind. Remember that, you know, it's okay to just have a day where you feel rubbish. Don't be too hard on yourself. I wouldn't say that over 18 months, every single solitary day, I've been absolutely on plan because I haven't. That's a lie. I'm not like a model um, person for following diets or anything. But just be kind to yourself. Number three, go at your own pace. Don't follow, don't, you know, use others and follow others to, to achieve that. Um, number four, make sure that you try your hardest to build in um, new habits such as exercise or physical activity. If you're not mobile on your legs, that's fine. There's so many different things out there um, on the internet that you can look at seated exercise, stuff like that. And number five, just enjoy it. Just enjoy your success and the way that you're doing it. And if going to Slimming World or Weight Watchers or anything else or the gym gives you some comfort and accountability every week and you're not losing weight but you're maintaining, you need to think, if I wasn't doing that, how much would I weigh now or how unfit would I be now? I recently, as I said, I've been on a three-week holiday and I came back, I had my weigh-in on Wednesday 
And to my utter shock, I hadn't gained any weight. And I kind of thought, wow. And I took a seat and the girls that sit next to me every week were like, wow, that's amazing. How have you done that? And I said, do you know, I haven't thought about it. I think it's now so ingrained in my head. It's just about balance now. It's about remembering it's okay to have a meal where I'm not thinking about Slimming World. But then I will often now look at things on menu and think, okay, that's sin-free or that's speed food. And that's just part of my life now. And I think with whatever plan people are following, just remember that, you know, maintenance and balance are just as important as getting to the target. And don't be too hard on yourself when setting that target either. Be realistic. I set myself five and I've only just now, so I started in November 2020, I've just now, three weeks ago, hit my final target. And I'm okay with that. And this is it. And you've done incredibly well, Catherine, and, and should feel very proud of yourself. And I think you've given some extremely inspired and, and balanced advice on this episode. And, and thank you for that. So Catherine, tell me about now. Let's fast forward to today. You, you seem to have your life, you, know, you seem to have an amazing life. And I'd love to hear how that's changed since you made the decision to lose weight and, and how far you've come. Yeah, sure. And I think the main thing to say now is I just wish people could see my face. I've got such a big smile on my face when people ask me, like, what's life like now? Obviously, leaving behind such a kind of affluent, high-flying lifestyle in the Cayman Islands, you would think that I would be miserable. It was the best thing that ever happened to me, lockdown, which sounds awful. But it was great. I came back to England. I um, am now sober, so I don't drink at all now. Um, I'm clean. I don't do drugs anymore. I'm super fit and healthy. Like I'll go to the gym at least three times a week. I go walking a lot, always get my 10,000 steps in. Um, always making food from scratch. Um, on my Instagram, I post all the meals that I have. Genuinely, things are amazing. Like we're a really fit and healthy household. We cook fresh. We go to the gym together. We all exercise together. Yeah, I'm just really, really happy. And another thing to kind of say, I know that this is about my weight loss journey, but alcohol was a massive part of that. Giving up drinking for me or for some people moderating drinking is a huge part of the story. And it's not just about the weight loss for me. It's about the way that I feel about myself. I'm no longer depressed or sad. I can talk to people when I'm down, whereas when I was drinking, I couldn't. So for me, not drinking anymore, giving up unhealthy habits, not being lonely and single have changed my life. And um, yeah, when I document everything on my Instagram page, James often makes appearances. I'm going to have to go and check him out. <laughs> again, without sounding dramatic, but moving back to England, changing my whole career, changing my lifestyle, drinking, eating habits and meeting James has saved my life. And I am just so grateful for that. And people like you, Carl, doing things like this is just so amazing because there are so many people that will be in situations like I was that are too scared to think, 
oh, shall I, shall I start? Shall I not? Shall I do exercise? Shall I not? You know, shall I reach out to ask any questions? Reach out, reach out, because there are loads of people that want to help. And I had, I did it loads. I would go onto people's Instagrams. How did you do it? Any tips, any advice? Um, can I speak to you every week? And there's lots of people that I used essentially to help me get where I want, but now still really good friends. That's fantastic. So Catherine, can I ask then, are you happy to share your Instagram account yeah. on this episode so people can come and have a look and, and see your success? Check James out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not too much. Um, yeah, definitely. So my Instagram hold is at SWTarget, T-A-R-G-E-T, Catherine, K-A-T-H, R-Y-N at SW Target Catherine. Um, I post every day, multiple times, put stories up and it's all about beating addiction, weight loss, fitness, my lifestyle, fashion. So it's a bit of everything really now, but if anybody listens to this and wants to reach out, my Instagram window is open. That's truly appreciated. And Catherine, thank you so much for coming on to today's episode and telling your amazing success story i'll put the your instagram on the link so people when they're listening to this can directly click and, and find you there yeah so that just leaves one last thing to do as i do with yes. all of my special guests and that's to welcome you as an official weight loss warrior thank you so much yeah thank you carl and uh, i'm pleased to be a weight loss warrior Whoop. take care thank you Catherine. thank you i'd also like to say a big thank you to you our listeners I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.